welcome back to week three in Witches Unknown with Bear and Raven, your favorite new pagan couple. And this episode is going to be a little bit different in format. We didn't come to the table with any notion of what we were going to talk about other than just these last few days due to crazy scheduling, regular life events, and my incredibly extensive planning skills. I didn't have it all ready to go. And we definitely wanted to get it out, so... And I don't care if we don't have a script. It bothers me not. She's the wild free one. I'm the... Fly by the seat of my pants. On my broom. I've got, I was going to say, or no pants, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pants. It's kind of a thing. <laughs> as you say, I have to have... I like to have my pen and paper and my books and my notes in front of me that I note down for hours and then yeah, rewrite again. I don't care. I rarely follow notes, even if I have them in front of me. Which is interesting. Interesting. Let the spirit lead. Mr. Oogie Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because in most other aspects of our life, we are quite the opposite. Yes. I am the list maker. And I am the fly by the seat of my notepads. I keep the schedules. Yes. And flip flops. I think that's why I relax on this a little bit. I, see. I feel like... People just want to hear what it's like to live a day-to-day life as a pagan. It's not all crystals and herbs meth. and... Oh, mm. not crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like some days are, no. Some <laughs> days are just crazy. And some days you don't like the person you're married to, and that's fine too. Well, that's an unlucky couple. No, we're very lucky. I like you most days. Oh, you're talking about me? I'm talking about no one in particular. thought you were just referencing some <laughs> random poor person that doesn't like who they're married to. Jeez. I love who I'm married to. I was waiting for the most days. <laughs> almost Yes, almost all the days. Good, good. There's only a few days I really just want to choke you. And today happened to be one of those. And we should talk about that. You choking me? No. <laughs> talk about how you work through issues. And the stupid inane things that we argue about. By choking them. You heard it, folks. <laughs> End of the podcast. Have a good day. <laughs> don't like your partner, choke them. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't need to be putting that out on the Happily airways. married, 17 years, plan on 35 more. So tell them about your weekend. You had a good weekend. I did. Um, I got to spend the weekend with a bunch of wonderful metaphysical ladies at a little hocus pocus. Yes. Um shop owners got to know them a little better both very sweet very loving and and very much love what they do for the community Mm -hmm. and in our what do you call it when you talk back and forth conversation is that i keep thinking coordination in our i guess sure in our (laughs) email conversations before going in uh i told them a little more about myself and my vision you know with the podcast and with the things I want to do, and they said they definitely feel like we are in alignment in a lot of things, and so they were excited to have me and uh, got to talk to them, and and they want to uh, really reach out to the community like I like we do, so that was good, and so when we got through the fair, even without notes, I still um and awe. You do, and that's fine. Nobody cares if you um and all. I'm a slow talker. You are a slow talker, but it's fine. Nobody so, cares. Great sense of community, super sweet ladies. Yes. Super happy to have a straight, handsome male at their disposal. I am all those things. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to share the floor with several ladies. One did runes. I was really excited about that. Didn't get to talk to her very much, uh, but I definitely will be contacting her. I had a shocker alignment with the lady in the booth next to me. That was really interesting. She communicates with her guides as well while she's doing it, so she gives you messages. Uh, So that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I got to see another vendor. She uses charms as a reading. Yeah, she wasn't cool. there uh, the day you showed up. but No, yeah, I went and I didn't see her. Mm-hmm. I had never seen that form of divination before, so that was really neat. Um, she like normally what kinds does of charms? Just little silver charms like you get on a bracelet and stuff. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'd never seen that. That was 
I was intrigued. What's the origin of that? Do you know? I don't know. I didn't get to have her do that for me. I saw her while I was doing something. She was doing it for somebody else. I'd be interested because charms, I believe, have a gypsy or um, what are they called? Traveler origin. So, anywho, something interesting to look up later. That makes sense. I've never seen that done. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested. I definitely, I think she was just kind of starting that. Mm -hmm. She's a normal reader at Hocus Pocus as well as, but she normally does tarot and Mm -hmm. oracle decks and and stones. She pulls, she lets you pull stones out of a bowl and reads your fortune telling, does fortune telling from the stone. Hmm. So that was, she did one of those for me. That was interesting. Yeah. And so she would definitely have a high knowledge of a lot of your rock bases. Yeah. Stone crystal bases. Like all of your crystals. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny though. She told me that, you know, as a tarot and oracle reader, you can read for yourself. Yes. But she says she's worked with those stones so long that when she puts her hand in the bowl, she knows what they feel like now. Yeah. So you kind of manipulate right. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's a good thing. Somebody said, you know, well, why would I have my cards read when I could read them for myself? And I was like, yeah, but we're awful. You get a little biased. We're, well, we can be biased, but we can also just be harsher on ourselves, too. I mean, it can go both ways. We can manipulate the reading to mm-hmm. go with our mood. It doesn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she loves me. Or, no, he doesn't, even though he does. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it can go with our paranoia or with our optimism. Like, it's just, it's good to have someone and be a clean slate in front of them. Right. Hearing someone else who is a little more objective yeah. than how your mood is yeah. at the moment. Because, you know, you hear that physician heal thyself, but it doesn't always work in the metaphysical world. Sometimes you need somebody else. An extra set of eyes. Yeah, an extra set of eyes, perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe picking up on the messages that you're, you know, kind of ignoring on purpose, True. on accident, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, she pulled the stones. That was neat. Um, then there was another Reiki practitioner. And she does a good job. She's been doing it a while. She's also Reiki master. Got to talk to her. Uh, there was another, uh, two other tarot and oracle readers. Mm-hmm. And... The second one was gone by the time you were there as well, but real sweet ladies, uh, some fun, fun times talking to them and, and got a good reading from one of them. And she said, we're building something. Yes. Building an empire. Brick by brick. So take it slow. One at a time. Which I'm, if you know me, I'm all about, let's get it done real quick. Now. Yeah, tumble it together. Throw it together. We'll worry about the mortar later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that was neat because... Before I had told her anything about myself, her reading the cards, she says, it looks like you're building an empire here. Build a good foundation. And I was like, now you're talking to me. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's just nice to have that reaffirmed, you know, and you know that it's not your ego telling you when you read your own cards. Mm -hmm. True. Um, Let's see, who else was there? Then we had had tea leaves read. I got my tea leaves read, and that was the first time I've seen, I've only seen one other person do tea leaves, but I hadn't seen them do it. I was only aware of their ability to do it. Uh, So that was interesting that she read those for me and had a good reading for that. Um, We had a little downtime. And so we, we got to trade services. Yeah, the fog and the rain, yes. That rainy day. uh, Y'all got to enjoy each other for a while. So it was, it was slower on Saturday, and so we got to... Sunday picked up. Yep. So then we got to chat and do some trade readings and talk to each other, and that so that was neat. Uh, the tea readings, she said kind of the same thing. You're, you're moving up, you're getting out, you're, you know, you're making some growth. And so again, just kind of... It was all about building and community and mm-hmm. fresh starts and... Yep. So it's interesting when you... Again, for those of you that haven't had your cards or your palms or anything, oh, I read, highly, yeah, highly recommend it. Even if you've had it done, even if you don't really, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. the last one, you never know what the next one's going to bring. So it's always it's always interesting to see what they say because sometimes they, you know, say things that you're expecting, and sometimes you get a couple of things you weren't expecting. So it's always interesting, <laughs> right? Those little things that pop out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So she did oracle cards as well. Um, and then, last but not least, we had another lady that was a palm reader and numerology. Mm-hmm. And both of the last two ladies were pretty accomplished. They had a whole load of 
uh, abilities and yes. Services now the palmist, I did have her read for me, and as soon as I sat down, she was she told me she wasn't very good at it. She had just started, um, and she'd only done a couple of classes. Which I was like, oh well, don't sell yourself short. She's like, well, I just want to be honest, you know, because I know you've had, you know, don't want to name names, but you've had this well known palmist read for you, and I'm nothing Ooh. like that. And I said, well, let's just kind of go with the flow. And a lot of the things that she said, you know, kind of reaffirmed what the other said. And a couple of things I was able to not help her out with, but tell her a different verbiage for it for those of us who aren't classified as light workers and don't. You're not a light worker? I'm not a light worker. And we don't adhere to angels, you know. And I get that. For a lot of people, angels isn't a trigger word, but for people who are raised in the church, angel is a trigger word. Very triggered. Yes. Like it just, (laughs) I hear angel, I think drone, you know, I think soulless, genderless, emotionless, you know, on a mission from a hierarchy who, you know, it just, it feels very emotionless and not in it for your best interest. Like it's just, it's a very triggering word for me. So I told her, you know, some of us who are pagan prefer to look at our um, our protection lines as ancestors or spirit guides versus the word angel, you know. And she just had never thought of that because, again, who thinks that angel is a trigger word unless you're a pagan? Mm-hmm. Um, or a pagan that was previously previ- highly indoctrinated previous, Previously in indoctrinated Christians have those trigger words and again you know it doesn't trigger anger in me it just it's such a repulsion and i feel so exposed and unprotected when you think (laughs) of angels i'm like they i would never consider an angel having my personal best interest at heart you know where an ancestor or a spirit guide obviously does that's not what i view an angel as i i have more of like the sci-fi multi-bug-eyed multi-wing type supernatural yeah, angel coming at you. So where there's only one good guy and the rest are crazy. Different kind of like. Wee. Yeah, I just anyway, <laughs> and she was really really sweet. I enjoyed our time together. She was obviously very kind, had great energy, um, and she's building her skill. And yeah, I that was a good time to practice. And it was. I she was didn't gonna, know I, you were with. Did she know you were with me at the time? She did. Yes. Okay. When I had my oracles read by the. Um, other lady she did not know because I I walked in and I told him not to tell anybody I was coming because I didn't want special treatment and I know they'd already been charmed by him and traded services with him and I didn't want anyone coming in expecting anything so I went and had my oracle read I talked to her for a long time it was a pleasant experience and then had my palm read and yes she knew um, yeah by that, that time we, but palmistry I feel like You know, some of it is intuition, but it runs along the lines of science and it literally runs along the lines of your hand. That that aspect of it, it's kind of like the pen and paper. It's there. Yes, it's kind of like numerology. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's very nuts and bolts, not a lot of reading into it. One plus one is two. Two means this, means one. Yes, these lines mean this. Multiple lines mean this. Across here means X, Y, and Z. You know, even down to the age that these traumas or good things happened, you know, they can tell on your palm. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of why I usually, for people who aren't particularly metaphysical, I wouldn't always pick a tarot card reading to start with unless it was someone like you who is obviously well-studied, um... I feel like a lot of tarot readers kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Or no pants. Or no pants. Um, <laughs> and it's they rely heavily on intuition. And honestly, you know, intuition in some people isn't going to be as, as strong in others. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, your gateway into the metaphysical should definitely be a palm reading. And those are less... I've seen less of those at these fairs than... They are, it's be, yeah, it's because it's such a, it's a much more complicated science and it doesn't rely on intuition and emotion. Um, it's definitely plays a part, but the good ones, yeah, they'll pull from that. They'll look at and they'll give you something and then they'll give you some kind of message to follow with it. Mm-hmm. But the, so the woman that did your palmistry, she did my numerology, mm-hmm. which I've done ours and the families and some friends and she goes way deeper than what I do. 
So that was, you know, I was intrigued to find out, okay, well, I know how to do X, Y, and Z, this and that, and, you know, compatibility, your life's course, your, let's see, your, this year's number for you, all that kind of stuff. But she has a program that she puts all that data in and just clicks it out. So there's no math involved, which is great. What? <laughs> like an app? Yeah. There's an app for that? Well, and she said she vetted it herself. You know, she would do all the work, but uh-huh. to do... And uh, then she would check it. Right. Mm-hmm. To do all of the stuff that she does, like a five-page spread, she said it would take them a couple hours to yeah. do it. And to get that extensive amount of information in, it just made it so much faster to have a computer just yeah. once you put well, it in. And I've heard of um, people who do star charts or natal charts um, talk about that, that mm. a lot of the programs are just as reliable and it saves so much just busy work almost, you know. True. So that's interesting to see how the metaphysical crosses over into the Mundane. technological age. Tech but I heard age. something today I thought was interesting and they talked about the correlation between technology and um, human depressive disorders that are just rampant right now. I'm talking about that evolutionarily, we have not caught up to our technology age yet. That's why people, you know, it's very popular right now to disconnect. You know, I'm going to turn off my phone and go into the woods or I'm not going to have TV or cell phone and I'm going to go, you know, out on the ocean or to my cabin or I'm going to go to the lake, et cetera, you know, and that we really have to break free from the technology in order to get back in touch with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting that, you know, while metaphysically we're slowly starting to learn and to integrate this, you know, technology in to our work and to work with it, that we still kind of have to break free from it. So it's interesting to see, you know, we're in the next 50 years will be yeah we'll be able to send There's some song my next 30 years uh, yeah something like that it'd be <laughs> interesting to see you know because again evolutionarily we are just not caught up as quickly as the okay, technology man. is yeah i mean just think about it. it just in the last 80 years the technology surge and physiologically our bodies haven't done anything except for get a little taller and a little fatter over the last 80 years you know I we have haven't adapted not gotten well taller but i've gotten the other one Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, we just haven't adapted as well. So it'll be interesting to see where we are in the next few years. But if you don't have anything else about your weekend, you should tell them about your therapy session today. Yeah, yeah. Meeting your holistic therapist. Right. I was, there was something else left in the, oh, so the, uh, the rune reader. Oh, rune reader. Well, yeah, the, so finish the numerology. So she printed out this huge report, which I still am going through there's a lot of a lot of writing involved and so that was really neat that it just pumps it out that quick and gives you all that information um so yeah you know and the feeling we got being that room with all the ladies everybody got along well it was just good vibes good experience and it was fun so i made some made some new friends i'm a grown-up making new witchy friends you are yeah well that's important and I see on a lot of the Facebook groups, um, guys, if you're not in some of the witchy or pagan Facebook groups and you feel lonely, you feel solid, solitudated, solid, oh solitary, gosh, solitary, mm-hmm. isolated. I think you, you combined you isolated go. and solitary. Thank you for that. was nice. I, yeah. I, I figured out how your brain was working. New word. There it is. New word. Uh, trademark. Yep. Solituded. Solituded. Solitude. We'd have to run it back and see exactly what you said. I've but lost it now. They'll Gold. remember. They'll know. Our, our huge Let listening Let us know audience. what you think of our words. The word of the week is? Word of the week. Quiz. Mush mouth. <laughs> All right. So numerology, then going back to, uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So, so many people, when they're out there, are afraid to put their, you know, if they're light worker, they're okay with putting their name or belief of, I'm Absolutely. a light worker out there, but a lot of them are afraid to say pagan or witch. Yes. Light worker is close enough to Christianity still that it feels safe and it doesn't mm-hmm. off put people because you're still working with God, capital G, and you're working with the angels mm-hmm. and spirit is a big thing. So, uh, the, the woman that work, worked with the runes, she was a satyr and she was a Norse witch and proud of it. Mm-hmm. I love that. And That'd I wanted cool. to 
if she's listening, that's awesome. I mean, I'll get back to her, but that was really cool that just flatly displayed out there. Norse witch. Yes. Well, and it's interesting because you said she was one of the ones that stayed busier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like there's a lot of people that reach out and again, not knocking light workers. They're terrific. Mm-hmm. Find you a light worker, have a palm reading, have an They're Oracle reading. Usually really good people. <laughs> yes. Excellent humans, just pure light, you know, gorgeous people love them, but it does feel very lonely because you still feel like you're around church people. You know, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you can let your hair down and say the F word in front of them. You know, the F word, Mm -hmm. any of those, (laughs) I'm not going to say it online. Um, I'm just saying like, you feel like you're in church and it's not an unpleasant experience, but you don't feel like you can be yourself and you don't feel like you can get down to the nitty gritty of your practice and your witchcraft. Because again, to them, witchcraft is a dirty word and has nothing to do with, you know, nature and earthiness and, working with your spirit guides and your ancestors. It has to do with working with a devil, you know, an evil entity. And it's just, it's a completely different feeling when you see someone who proudly says, Oh, I'm a Norse witch. And it's like, I want to be like that. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I know. I want to be that brave. And that's the whole thing of this podcast. My whole drive and urge is to show people that if you say you're a pagan or a witch, you're not a bad person. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you, you know, like she said, you're not working with the devil. No, and I mean, you don't have to eat the babies. It's totally like your preference. Appetizers, maybe, but... On special <laughs> occasions, high holidays. Ooh. Oh, which is another thing we need to start talking about in later podcasts. We need to discuss the wheel of the year, because I feel like as pagans, that's one thing that is super important to us, is we celebrate the wheel of the year. In bulk, coming up in February. Mm-hmm. A lot of things in February going on. Mm-hmm. Lots of things in February. But yes, um, and again, we'll get into that maybe so next week. This is just kind of titled Ramble Hour, Ramble Sode. You know, we're just unwinding from a This is how we talk crazy. in the car. And that's what I told you. I was like, we have really good conversations when we're not arguing over you saying dumb things to me. We should just talk. Me saying dumb things. You say dumb things on occasion. Me no say dumb things. You do say dumb things. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was really neat. And I I wear a tiger's eye, uh, Vegvisir, the Norse compass, and I know it's, you know, more modern than old ancient Vikings, but it a couple hundred years, not thousands, but yeah, yeah, still old. It has a strong pull for me. Um, you know, in one of my working through my past life, I've seen myself as a large mountain of a man. <laughs> um, and up on a hill, just anyway. So it was, it's really neat. It, I, I feel really tied to the old Norse mythology mm-hmm. and the Norse culture. Mm-hmm. and Celtic too. Mm-hmm. Celtic as Which well. Which they're, yeah, all intertwined. Which, uh, when I did get to talk to her, I, I asked her, she said, well, it's becoming really popular, but a lot of that is your man's man that, you know, they just want the cool tattoos and the hair yeah, and the beard, Yeah, well, and I think wanna... the TV shows have kind of brought that back around. Because I know it when... It was a Vi- good series. Again, it was, those, I mean... The first couple of seasons, anyway, yeah. it was like, what? You know, I, I know when Vikings first came out, and again, it's pretty more like... 10 years maybe I don't know how the show is but yeah I feel like there was definitely an uptick in that because it's very man's man but it's also that emotion that men you know are taught to repress that you know a lot of them feel like you know the Vikings weren't taught to repress men them. don't they have were emotions s- what are you talking about they were you know they weren't (laughs) taught to repress them in the same ways you know they were allowed to love their wives and love their children and be affectionate and do all of these things while go ripping the arms off their enemies and so i feel like a lot of men identified with that i definitely identify that Mm -hmm. love my family rip my enemy's arms off yes that's what i mean what, what more could a man want nothing an empire an empire castle yep and a cup of coffee i do love coffee uh, so, all right. So that's pretty much what, who I was surrounded by. And then, so I was there for Reiki healing, mm-hmm. um, upon my completing my 
master certification, I felt like, okay, now I can go tell all these people about it. Start offering them my magic hands. Magic hands. Like Shazam. Lightning in my hands. Yep. Lightning in my hands. And Murphy love it. Mm-hmm. You said our kid's name. I'll take it back. The youngest boy and the dog love it. They do. It was funny. I was working on our youngest kid last night who came home from wrestling pack practice, super tired, exhausted. And then, or he's playing basketball. I'm sorry. He was at the gym playing basketball, came home just dead tired. And so I said, okay, let me show you what I do. So I start working on him and two really cute things happen. So both the dog and the cat who don't like each other ended up on his chest Yes, dealing with each other. Inches away from each other, just yeah. side eyeing one another, but didn't want to leave. Didn't move. I was impressed. And then he passed out. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. Well, and tonight is the night he came in exhausted from wrestling practice. And one of the first things he said was, uh, Could Dad rake me? And I was like, um, He's behind you Winnie. right now. And Hit it for child's name. Turned around, of course, you were behind him already, hands on either side of his head. And. Yeah. Doing your magic. I also reiki the tofu tonight. Ugh, my, my <laughs> tofu. Man does not know how to wring out a tofu properly. So first of all, we are still vegan. Yes, loving the vegan. Feels so much clearer. Having a hard time sleeping, actually, because I'm so... I feel like my brain's fog has lifted. Like, I just want to run laps all the time i mean i'm sleepy right now and i'm super cranky and someone lit two sticks of incense and i can barely see my microphone in front of my face because of the smoke <laughs> so my eyes are blinky <laughs> but was, it was the word at dinner hot box <laughs> hot box oh you. yeah that's another thing that you'll discover in <laughs> veganism is oh heavens it's an unfortunate side effect but anywho Yes, the veganism is going great. I'm super happy with it. It feels so much easier this time than it did the first time. Oh, way easier. Um, not just because I know what to do and I know what to expect, but there's the just so much. Yes. Well, there, and it's not even that because we don't use a lot of processed foods. Probably the only processed thing is the vegan A's and the tofu. But because there's so much more information, like Instagram recipes are just like boom, 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 uh, right yep. there. You know, three or four ingredient meals and i'm like dude i have all of those things or i don't have that but this will work in a pinch so the fact that i do cook um absolutely helps i wouldn't recommend this lifestyle just to jump into anyone you know kind of ease yourself it's in. not easy but the fact that i do know how to cook um this i mean i feel like i should have started this three years ago again you know as soon as we quit we should just go right back on it we are in fact taking a vegan meal to one of our podcast subscribers tomorrow. We that, are. That's what happens when you, you know, Patreon and uh, support, which is unknown. We're going to bring you dinner. Lunch. We'll bring you lunch. I'm just kidding. They're old friends. But they, also yeah, supporters. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, so yes, Meat Fisted Mook over here went to wring out my tofu. And instead of just wringing it out, he crumbled it. And it just was a disaster. And I had been in the car all day. He'd been getting on my nerves anyway. And I was just like, well, of course, this is the way that it works. <laughs> like, of course, is. you're going to ruin dinner now. You know, everything you touch turns to tofu crumbles. And so he reikied the tofu. I seasoned it and baked it and did all of the things I would normally do. And it was outstanding. I sent some home with friends and... Um, had some, we had somebody over for dinner and they raved about it. And so I feel like it was a huge success. So who's yeah, to say especially that for tofu, the Reiki didn't help, but between, especially for tofu, see, that's the bad rap that tofu gets. Tofu is actually quite tasty because it tastes like nothing. The people who don't like tofu have only ever had it in miso soup and it's terrible yeah. in miso if soup. If they can learn to doctor it like you doctor it or how you Not witchy doctor, it up. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you heal it. You just, you infuse it with your own herbs, you know, because herbs are magic. They all have different healing properties and intention that go with them. Yeah. So, uh, talking about the Reiki, so, and of course, defending myself with the tofu. If anybody's held a block <laughs> of tofu before and your wife tells you to wring it out and so you squeeze it like a man, <laughs> it's going to crumble. Sorry. Not sorry. I was... 
I was stronger than the tofu that day. Uh-huh. And press the water. Don't wring it out like a rag. <laughs> anyway. So going back to yesterday. So I was able to provide some Reiki services to uh, quite a few people that got really good, good reviews. Um, a woman came in, was having a lot of pain. And I love what she told me. She said she could feel when I was at her feet. She was pretty peacefully calm and almost out of it. Her eyes were closed. And she told me that she could feel the pain leaving through her legs like water coming out. Mm-hmm. That was pretty wild. You know, it's just the different descriptions. And everybody says, oh, I feel better when I get up. Mm-hmm. But I love hearing the different ways they describe it. I had one gentleman uh, get up there and, you know, he's he's talking away. And then so I, I get him settled down, start working on him. And he, he calms down. And as we get finished, he slowly sits up and he's like, I've got to adjust myself. He's like, I feel so much lighter. And he's back to chatting yeah, away. Yeah, you're going to have to recenter yourself. Like That's you don't he said, realize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's looking How under the table. You feel. I said, well, did you drop something? He said, no, I feel like I, he said, better check under your table. I feel like I dropped a load down there. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> He said, I didn't realize how heavy I was, yeah. you know, before doing this. So it's it's really, and again, doing, learning about these things, seeing them done, participating in them, in them uh, you'll find a lot of things about yourself that you didn't know before. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes I had, when I do Reiki, I'll get something from the person that they need to hear. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them was just, I just told her, I said, you're okay. It's okay to be you. There's nothing wrong. Just you can be happy with yourself. And she just, thank you. You know, it's just, it's just neat to have those instances and those situations. Mm-hmm. And of course, after you came in on Sunday mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to, if they knew me better, I would have made a scene, but I, she said, don't let anybody know who I am when I come in. So my immediate reaction was, so I can't just whistle and holler at you as you come in the door and of course as being the only male practitioner there i thought might not be the greatest yeah they probably frown upon that like <laughs> and there it is we knew all along terrible you guy. pig <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so but after you left they all loved you and, and it said, is and it's really it's sweet for me to see the ladies embrace you the way that they do because again witchcraft is something that women guard so it's very heavily... Well, and you know, it all originates with the goddess. And mm-hmm. with religion, we did away with the goddess and it became God. And it became a very, you know, Christianity and most religions, Catholic, you know, Catholicism, uh, Judaism, et cetera, et cetera, are all male dominant. The yeah. man is the prophet. The men get the messages. The women teach the women and children because mm-hmm. they're lesser than. Um, they have their important roles and they pet them, you know, and try to pretend like, oh, you matter. We all know that they don't really, you know, they're non-consequential. You know, they like to bring up Deborah in the Bible, really the one woman that they try to say, oh, she was a, you know, prophetess. And it's just, it's just a crock, you know, and witchcraft is, feels so sacred because it's, it's the divine feminine mm-hmm. and Yes, women, I feel the need to guard it, you know, to protect it from the typical heterosexual misogynistic man, you know. So it's nice when someone with your kind, positive energy comes in and, you know, isn't trying to take over. You just want to be a part. You're just, you know, um, imparting your gifts and your intuition into a world that obviously welcomes you. So... It's it's always nice for me to see that because I'm always kind of afraid that the ladies are going to be mean to you, <laughs> which in a way I'm like, yeah, he probably deserves it. But if they did, I'd scratch their eyes out, you know. So it's kind of a it's kind of a catch twenty two there. I'm like, don't get too cocky, but if anyone else is mean to you, then they've had it, you know. Black bear and mama bear. Seriously, like, yeah, if they were mean to you, I'd kill them. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's very heartwarming that they usually, you know welcome you right in but yes i was really i was really pleased with the results of this fair i feel like all of the ladies that you met were very um kind and welcoming and um i i just i liked the energy of the room 
um, the ladies that I had do services for me, I was more than content with. Um, so overall, really good experience. Yeah. Um, and then today. <gasps> sorry. <laughs> and it's then, the incense. You're literally killing me. I'm sorry. You open the window if you need to. It's fine. <coughs> Wheezing over here. <laughs> and then, so that was this weekend. Um, and then today, we have had an abundance of friends that have come down with this oh, another round of Rona. I know. That of which we do not speak. Yick. So Raven over here, being the kind soul that she is, yeah. likes to do, makes food and delivers it to people that are in need. And Well, I wouldn't call them in need. I mean... All of the people I took food today to are more than capable of making their own. It's more I tend to find the people who don't like to accept gifts from the universe. You know, <laughs> I find the ones like, my, universe. like myself who I have a hard time letting people do things for me because, what? you know, I grew up in a very emotionally abusive situation and, you know, I'm very works-based accepted um, and acts of service is my love language. So I have a hard time letting people do things for me because then I feel like I owe them or I feel like they're in charge of me now. You know, like, well, now what do I have to give you my firstborn? You know, and I've, over the last few years, have learned how to open myself up and accept favors and even ask for favors. You know, like, I'm overwhelmed. I need help with this. So I tend to look for the people who are overwhelmed and you know, have a good support system, but not someone who will bring them soup. So I decided to be the person that will bring them soup. And it was good soup. It was good soup. The vegan us, soup. Super yeah. nu nutrient-dense soup. Tell them about your soup and what it was supposed to be for. Well, it was for the virus of which we do not speak. I um, mean the ingredients, sorry. You what? The ingredients. Your your oh, witchy oh, kitchen oh. witch. So it was made. it was potatoes and onions and carrots. I had to blend it all because one of my darling patrons is afraid of vegetables and didn't want to see them. And I did lots and lots of fresh garlic. Garlic, of course, you know, is a standard in chicken stock and it reduces inflammation. Um, it also helps with heart disease. Um, it's antiparasitic. It improves your cardiovascular circulation um it's toxic to cancer cells like it's just it's kind of your go-to everything and then lots of rosemary and then i added in extra rosemary it's again something that's good for circulation it warms your blood or so they used to say um, it helps slow the progression of diseases and it's the scent of rosemary the herbal you know scent that you get while you eat it is actually good at reducing stress levels. Um, it lowers your hormone, your cortisol levels, so it helps with your stress levels. I've heard it referenced like rosemary is kind of like the quartz, you know, where quartz is your go-to crystal, rosemary is your go-to herb. It's hmm. pretty much good for just about anything. It's a good fill-in for anything. It is. It's a good fill-in for anything. It's good for restful sleep, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, and then I added in some bay leaves, which actually don't change the flavor of a lot of things really? um it's a meat tenderizer typically that's why it's usually in a lot of things hmm. and it helps pull flavors but it doesn't actually taste like anything itself but it also helps banish inner negative energies stagnant energies um it's all about renewal and refresh which is something that people who are sick need um yeah so everything that went into the soup was in there for a purpose it also had lots of yeah. yes Lots of nutritional yeast, which is one of our body's only way of getting B12 vitamins that don't come from animals. And the animals only get it because they literally eat rotten food um, because B12 is a microbe. Anyway, not into a science lesson, but it had lots of vitamin B12 in it. So it was just it was supposed to be very nourishing. It was made with intention for the people that it went to to help heal make them feel better make them feel loved because they are yeah so our pod podcast patrons that were receiving of raven's beautiful kitchen witchery today we hope that it we're sending good vibes and healing vibes in that and 
with her naturally gifted ways to it's not natural i was taught how to cook you but you don't use the thing with you is you don't do list i don't do recipes recipes thank you i don't follow recipes well that's why I don't bake. I tend to leave out important things like baking soda <laughs> <laughs> or that pinch of salt that's so important. I'm like, eh, that can't mean anything. I was taught, but I was taught how to taste food. And I was yeah. taught, you know, what looks right and what consistency is, you know, and I was taught basically, you know, the science of food, you know, the removing of moisture, the adding of moisture. So I know what food should look like while you're making Moisturize it. Moisturize me. And what... <laughs> doctor who reference i bet nobody but us gets that um five points for someone so i but i was definitely taught i don't feel like it's a natural skill i do feel like it's a gift part of my magic that came from my mother um it's a generational thing i skipped my grandmother but it hit my mom um like a bus um and i have an aunt who (laughs) cooks i have an aunt who cooks really really well a little different she's you say Paula Dean, it's funny. She follows most of Paula Dean's recipes and she can follow them to the T. So she also cooks really well, but different. You know, she's a recipe follower and her recipes are flawless when, cause she follows them. If you gave me a recipe, I'd probably screw it up. Hmm. I don't believe it. I, I can guarantee you. At least you don't burn toast I, and eggs. I don't so. burn things. No. Nope. That's good. So, your soup was great, and thanks. Hopefully, those that were in need of it, it's received and in the spirit in which it was given, and their help. So mote it be. So mote it be. <laughs> yeah, that feels a little wicked. I don't like it. I don't like. It. Don't organize me. Don't religify my my sayings. I will organize you if you need it. Anywho, on to your therapy. Speaking of which. <laughs> So as part of the new year, the resolutions, the I'm doing better for myself, you know, outside of the switch in the diet, I also decided this is the year that I'm going to take better care of my mental health. Yes. Long time coming. Everyone should. Yes. And everyone should. It's very. No shame. It's a good thing. But it is a shame the way we were raised. And that's why it took me so long to sink into that and think, you know men we don't talk about our emotions we don't cry we don't you know you just stuff it deep down and just which is hilarious it. from someone who is a intuit tarot reader reiki master you know so mm-hmm. i feel like that kind of cracked off the shell it and it probably holds some of that back and the, mm-hmm. di- the more i dig into this the more i feel like it'll the floodgates will open as far as Extra levels of intuition and next you know. person to see you is gonna see weeping and not recognize you. <laughs> like what happened? My, It'll be great. My best I'm friend's excited. not gonna know me. He starts seeing me crying. He's like, what just happened to you? I'm excited. I think it'll be good for you. So, I had my first therapy session today, and what? Well, we we talked quite a bit, and she is she is keen to the ways of light worker and yoga and sensitive herself so that was that was good to see uh, i definitely searched for someone that didn't have the title of christian in their in their uh bio and i told her that specifically because as someone who grew up in the church and was trained to be a preacher and a counselor myself i know that even if you are not there to spread the word is still your job to still talk about it you drop verses here and there you drop references to the church or you know if you got your life right that these bad things wouldn't happen kind of messages in there to try to help them out and guide them as the bible and the church and the god is is their path back to mental and emotional sanity yeah so which yeah let me tell you how that doesn't work again i've i come from a long line of crazy women you know it it runs rant it gallops in my family that's what we say it doesn't run it gallops (laughs) and you know the church that traditional yes the church tends to repress seeking help or medication for those things you know you don't have a chemical imbalance you just need the lord you know Mm -hmm. which is preposterous because if you have any other health ailment they do not qualm or give you trouble about taking your medication but if it's a mental health issue that has to do with the chemical makeup of your brain it is hokum to them and you just need more jesus Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work 
and it causes so much trauma to the children whose mothers are told they're fine. They just need to read the Bible more, you know, because it makes them feel like they're failures. You know, I'm doing all that I should. I'm going to church. I'm reading my Bible. I'm feeling all of these feelings and doing all of these things and it's not working. So it must be me. And, you know, it just, it sets into course a manic depressive episode that just, you know, until there's actual treatment, never stops. So, yeah, yeah, the stigmatization of mental health by the church has been detrimental for at least a full generation, if not two. And I am the product of that. It's a good thing you came out as well as you did. Um. Some people would argue about that, but it's okay. I don't argue with you. That's what gets me in trouble. (laughs) Get back in your box. (laughs) Yeah, on the way. So we had a little spat in the car. and uh, (laughs) You want to tell them what the spat was about? I don't even remember. It sounds inane saying it again. Well, then let's not talk about it. I'm always telling him to raise your vibrations. You know, he'll (laughs) say, my head hurts. This is terrible. Yeah, yeah, my boss is a jerk. I'm like, stop saying those things because it makes it true. It has a placebo effect on your brain. You need to say, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am strong. I am wise. You know, I am a friend to all. All of these things. I'm Captain Positivity. While we're driving in the car with, again, I've got four bowls of soup in the back of, you know, a rental car because he also crashed my car, which is another I didn't argument. Crush it. Anyway, he was not at fault, but I would never have let someone hurt Evangeline. You End of story. You would have driven over I the would curb. have driven over their face. Anyway, so I'm driving with these bowls of soup and I'm like oh my goodness I just know it's all over the box and he looks at me dead in the eye and says you're lowering your vibrations with that nonsense you just need to say that the soup isn't gonna spill and I was like instant (laughs) inferno flush and I was like that is not at all what I'm talking about this is not basic science I was like this isn't standing in front of a bus and saying you're not gonna hit me bus I'm pretty sure if you guys have seen the (laughs) <laughs> gif of elmo with fire behind him that's about what she looked <laughs> like for about what, 10 seconds that's what i felt like and again this <laughs> to say it now sounds insane but this caused a major fight like i was gonna leave him at home and not talk to him for the rest of the day because i was so angry with the way that he said that to me and i was like that sounds like sarcasm <laughs> And of course it wasn't coming from me. I was like, <laughs> I was the, just... <laughs> but he said it just in that same tone. He just talked and of course I wasn't sarcastic. It sounds sarcastic and it's preposterous. My vibrations have nothing to do with the vibrations of the car rolling the soup out of the bowl. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying don't don't say it out loud if we don't want it to happen. Don't, don't say get me spill all, the soup. Don't get me all started like again. Kevin from the office spilling the beans. So I told him. <laughs> So I was like, this is, I was like, I'm glad you're going to counseling today. Now you'll have something to talk to your therapist about. Yeah. I was like, don't worry. I've got plenty of other things to talk about. Oh my goodness. Anyway. So how did therapy go today? It was, it was great. Thanks. I'm crying. And it's not just because of the laughter. It's the incense. I thought it was just, I'm so funny. Oh my gosh, you're killing should, me with this incense. I should put in like triple the incense next time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, do it. See how that works out for you. I don't know. How's it work for you? You'll be recording alone. <laughs> <laughs> An hour of me talking by myself. Oh my goodness. You get so bored. You're silly. Uh, so no, therapy was good. It wasn't as I anticipated, as you see in the movies and everything. They're like, so tell me about your mother. You know, we just talked and... And she got to know me a little bit and just went through some of that stuff. And, you know, it's just one of those things we talked about last episode is, you know, the calendar changed, but you have to change too. And this is one of those times. And that's one of the things we're got a lot of irons in the fire. A lot of things that I want to set in motion this year. One of those was we decided a healthy diet which we decided to go back to veganism, which we had before, um, and had really good success with it. We did. Yeah. Again, I remember you know. being super content on it. I quit because I, at the same time, started working 
my boys would go to my mom's house who would instantly feed them mac and cheese and fried chicken because I was mean and depriving them. And it got to the point where I would come home and they'd be like, I want to go back to Mimi's house because (laughs) she'll give me chicken. So I was like, fine. And it hurt my feelings because, again, it's my toxic trait. I have to be the favorite. Um, Not even the favorite. Like, I don't want to be loved. I just, I always feel abhorred. Like, I just, I never, anyway, part of my psychosis. We'll go into that later. But I could not stand that my my kids would have rather gone to my mom's house just because they wanted chicken. So I was like, fine, you can have chicken. You can have all the chicken you want. And I'll even make mac and cheese. And it'll be even better than mom's mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. And the rest is history. And that's why I gained 30 pounds. Thanks. Yeah, it's it was a problem. And now, you know, they're older and more mature and they're all for being healthier wealthier and wise one of our other resolutions was better mental health for me and you know because changing lifestyles changing jobs changing all this stuff it's it's a different spin especially from a male in a patriarchal uh that p probably really popped sorry Uh, especially as i was brought up in a that patriarchal type society where it's very male dominant very rules and all that stuff and as i'm trying to get more into the intuitive freeing aspect of things and just letting things transpire as i've put in good vibes and good thoughts and good manifestations into it you know it's a whole different it's a different gear Mm -hmm. that i'm not used to riding on so i've had to adjust a lot of things and as a as a fire sign i'm very much let's go let's get it done let's do it you know, mm-hmm. and so I have to take a step back and continue to use that fire energy, but more of a constant burn rather than just a burn the house down in a moment kind of thing. Yeah. So it's an adjustment like that. And then third thing, um, resolution kind of with the manifestation work I've been doing is to get into more and more events as again, we're in the beginning of putting our names, I say our names, she doesn't want her name out there, but as the Black Bear of Tarot, I want to get my name out there so I can get into events and and just do this full time. I love this. And I love being able to talk to people about it and not be having to hide it and just being my true self. Crazy vegan tattooed witch guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, old tattooed tarot reader. She kind of out of us, you know, the pagan witch thing kind of puts you in your own corner. But now that you're a vegan witch, then, you know, (laughs) it's even a smaller, smaller corner. (laughs) You're painting me in over here. Well, but I, you know, and it might feel like that, but I feel like most of, again, I read a lot of books. Um, Most of the books that I read from metaphysical workers or people in this line, talk about how much clearer you are when you're around less electronics, less processed food, definitely no animal products. Um, so I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand. We, I, we've just kind of gotten away from it. Yeah. And we definitely want to preach veganism or paganism or no, anything no, no, like no. that. It's, We're not and it's not, down your yeah, it's not for everyone. And if you don't do it well, then you really can end up deficient in something. So mm-hmm. it really is about balanced nutrition and knowing what you're doing. I do encourage it, but I would definitely not push it. I definitely don't shame people who it's just too much trouble shame. for. Because shame. it is a lot of trouble. Well, for some. I feel like we just fell right back into it. I feel like it's super... I don't know. I'm I'm vibing. on your shoulders. It if is. If it was me cooking. Oh, we'd be in Taco Bell bean burritos every, every night. Day. Every, every day. Every day, girl. But I don't know. I feel super happy with it. I'm pretty content. And I cooked anyway. That's another thing. Like, mm-hmm. it does require cooking unless you, you know, you don't want to eat processed foods. But anyway. Um, and so the third part of the resolution that I wanted to mention was the the manifestation manifesting the change in environment. And I got fantastic news today as well. On top of it all that I had, uh, I'd have an opportunity to be in two upcoming events over the next couple months. Yes. Huge, huge. And that was huge. That was just, just bam, bam, back, back to back. And well, it was a couple hours difference, but again, in the middle of running all these errands, it was like, wow, that's great news. Um, 
got to do a reading and they loved it and they said we definitely want you in so i was excited about that that one is a it's a hard one to get into so i was super stoked to be able to to get that invitation when it comes around i've just got to be fast enough to put my name in the hat when it comes comes around yeah <laughs> and then uh, then the other one was they said you ready to go it's coming up get ready so that yeah. was that was yeah. huge so that was it was a big weekend and yeah, that was a big win having people say i don't know if you're gonna make it go ahead and be happy and just in case and then you know you passed with flying colors and yeah then also was invited to another event so yeah it's it's huge it's definitely a big win yeah. And that's why I felt like talking about your weekend was a good thing since you didn't have any notes and we didn't have, we had a theme, but you know, I know you and your notes, you keep looking at the time. Are we going over? Oh, we're way over. Okay. That's okay though. See, I know like this, I feel like this is, I feel like we're vibing. Like this is good. It feels like I'm part of the conversation, not just waiting for my cues. Like you're allowed to talk now, Winch, you know? <laughs> you're not allowed to say you're that, Winch. <laughs> you're stifling the goddess in me. <laughs> your creativity uh-huh stifling my creativity what do you what do you say dog in my buzz dog in my buzz came up with that a few years ago that's a good one but all that to say like i said was uh it was a great weekend and this was this ramble ramble sode or ramble hour ramble sode brought like to it. you by a lack of time and and your energy. average pagan lifestyle like yeah this, is this just, was just this how was our just weekend our week. was mm-hmm. every day is not two hours of meditation followed by uh two it's, hours of chanting yeah. followed by sacrifices in the backyard dancing in the moonlight most days are can you know we argue about our definition of vibrations and whether or not his face is stupid <laughs> my face is one of my leading characteristics uh, okay we <laughs> should really. we should wrap it up i really can't see the incense is killing me <laughs> Maybe that's why you said my face is so good looking. Maybe. I'm, <laughs> I'm crying over here. Let me out. You're trapped. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode like we did. And uh, we went a bit longer than we normally do. That's fine. But um, thank you again for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more content and telling you about those future events. And we will make known of events, even if I'm not involved with it, because the thing is, a lot of people that came in this weekend, some of them, most of them, were, it was their first time getting a reading, first time getting a Reiki session, first time getting, you know, uh, it was my first time getting a tea leaf reading. Mm-hmm. You know, even for me that's been in this in years, that was a first for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's so much yeah. fun. And it's so, it's, again, even if you don't get anything groundbreaking, which you might, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun opening yourself up to the possibilities of, you know, and letting other people read your energy and give you positive or negatives and things to work on. And, you know, my first tarot reading, professional tarot reading that I had done for me really did kickstart a lot of this change. You know, I knew what I wanted and what I was going for. And when she laid it out on the table in front of me like that and explained it, I was like, that that's exactly it yeah maybe yeah maybe that's what everybody needs maybe this is your gateway into you know your more spiritual life your metaphysical life you're reaching outside yourself in the mundane because we all know we're meant to be more everyone feels it and again we pagans witches light workers people in the church we are friends to one and all and Absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't mean to dog anybody's, again, don't mean to dog anybody's, but those (laughs) words are just particularly triggering for me because of my background, but I don't let it inhibit the message that they have to give me because again, they're beautiful people. They're full of light. They're so encouraging. They're so kind. I have no ill will or ugly words about any of them. It's just not my path. Yeah. And part of this is showing you we've come from a place like a lot of you're aware of and found our way out of it, found this, and just sharing with you a little bit how we did it and what we came across and what was successful for us. So hopefully that helps with you. And Raven, anything else from you? No, we got to get off of here. These people are probably sick of us. You got to watch more Witcher? Gotta, uh, yeah, I got to watch more Witcher. <laughs> Guys, if you want to reach us, email us. Uh, it is witchesunknown at gmail.com. Also, which is unknown has a Facebook group on Facebook. If you want to talk to the rest of us, we have an Instagram. 
which is unknown. If you want to contact me, it is the Black Bear of Tarot at Instagram or Gmail. And if you uh, have any questions or what, she's over there giggling. <laughs> you said which is unknown, and I thought you said which is unknown, and I was like, how do you not know your Instagram? I, I don't know the Instagram. Which is which unknown. Which is unknown. Not which. <laughs> we have an Instagram, which is unknown at this time, but we'll figure it out later. Like, what the heck did you even say that for? Never mind. Don't listen <laughs> to me. I can't see the it's incense. The <laughs> it's the smoke. <laughs> Triple the smoke it's next time, guys. It's in my brain. <laughs> we're we're going to push it and see how far, how many sticks each week she can handle Dude, before. <laughs> two and I'm not coming back. <laughs> All right. You guys have a wonderful day, and we will see you in the future. Bye. Bye.